wanting you I'm in love with the way you move And I think you should have a drink or two Truth is I wanna lie with you So come my way Feel like you need somebody So baby girl come my way Feel like you need somebody Deep low, watching a deep low Dances on me and I just sip slow Watching your head down to your tiptoe You know I go sign for when we get home, get home Now you're in my zone, in my zone Now we gon' get grown Within your frame, it's like window Turn off your garments, we can bend those Give me your love, you know you're bad like Rihanna I'll do you good, no wahala But I can't promise forever But no, no, no Truth is, I wanna lie with you, so come my way. Feel like you need somebody. So, baby girl, come my way. Feel like you need somebody. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, tell me what you want from me, girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cause I can give you what you need, girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, tell me what you want from me, girl. Mm -hmm. I can give you what you need, girl You're looking my way now Big split when we lay down I want for now and some later Give me a reason why you can't stay around Please me, yeah, make it look easy These niggas who need you You know that you need me, need me I say give me your love, you know your bad like Rihanna I'll do you good, no wahala But I can't promise forever Hello, hello, and welcome to the Creative Alliance Show. It's been a while, my goodness. I think a good month um, since we last spoke, guys. Um, I am here with the fabulous Bellow Boys today because my partner in crime, Tolu Stedford, is ill. So I'm here with, introduce yourself. Shay Bellow. And? Deji. Yes, and we are here to give you a bit of a, a spin on the Creative Alliance show. We're going to listen to and um, hear what the, the young folk like to listen to. We're going to get their take on Shiro's story, 
Deja is going to talk to us about the revival of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And then Papa Bella's coming later to talk to you about business and how it's important to, as creatives to think of ourselves as business entities. Right, so before we get moving, the first thing, let me give you our social handles. We're on Twitter, at The Creative Ally, Instagram, The Creative Alliance Show, Facebook, The Creative Alliance Show. Also, catch us on Podbean, catch us on iTunes, and catch us on SoundCloud. Get interactive, guys. Follow us. Let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know what you'd like to listen to in the future. Any projects you'd like us to um, take on. Get communicating with us. Right, so now... We are going to um, talk about, tell us. Shiro's story. Shiro's story. Right, so Shiro's story was recommended to me by my sister. And um, she had said to me, oh, watch this thing, watch the thing, Shiro's story. I was like, oh, gosh, another one. She said, but she did say to me, make sure, um, wait for the next one to come because there's going to be three and it's a bit of a binge watch thing. And I thought, what is this thing? So I went home. Um, went onto YouTube with the hubby and started looking for Shiro's story. And I found something called Shiro's story and mm. it started off with some hip hop music. And I said, no, that's not it. Because she said it's something that I'm going to binge watch. Like it's a drama. And I thought it was the wrong thing. So it took me 10 minutes to realise <laughs> it was the right thing. So um, tell us about a little bit about Shiro's story. What's the format? Uh, it's basically um, a series of... Um shows and it's about this character called Shiro and um he, he a lot of things go down um in the series for him and it's quite bad um his daughter is from his is his his daughter is not his daughter but don't don't do spoilers daughter. in case people haven't seen it okay not don't spoil it too much so but it's about the relationship between two friends yeah. right and they have a little bit of beef yeah. And there's a girl involved. Is mm. that right? Yeah. Yeah. And then also we see the journey that they go through um, trying to live a comfortable life, would yeah. you say? Trying to get money, but... Right. To get the money, they have to do quite a lot of things. They have to defend themselves to maintain their money. Right, exactly. So, um, and the format is, it's mixed with... What kind of music would you say it is? Um, what do you young people define that genre of music as? Is it hip hop? Kind of, yeah, basically. Yeah, so it's like half half music, isn't it? Half the hip hop music, yeah. and then half dialogue as well, like your traditional. Most film. of the conversations are through like uh, rap man's beats. Through rap, exactly. Um, and that's what I loved about it. It was really clever. I thought it was really innovative. I'd seen it years ago when um, somebody called R. Kelly. I don't even know who you, if you know who that is did it in a thing called Chapters, but I'd never seen it with hip-hop. I thought it was really, really good, and it was a binge watch. Now, what I would say about Shiro's story is that in our house, you've watched it, I've watched it, your dad watched it. So yeah. that's like two generations apart, or three apart, that I've enjoyed the one thing. So what do you think it is about Shiro's story where I really enjoyed it and you really enjoyed it? What do you think that Ratman's got right? Um, we're, we're all used to, like, watching... Um certain type of shows and on our t on tv and our tv isn't diverse enough so right. i think this gives us a different genre to watch and makes it more interesting because there's not much um um on tv like mm. shiro's story like 
it's not similar. You're talking about normal terrestrial TV, TV one, two, three, four, yeah. the normal TV. And that was going to be my next question to you is, I've noticed at home that you watch most of your things on YouTube or Data watches most of his things on Netflix. So why is that? Why are you two not downstairs watching the TV, <laughs> TV with me anymore? Uh, sometimes TV is not diverse enough. So it might not have things that I want to watch personally. Right. Rather than on YouTube, um, it's a platform where you put out like what you, what you, um, what you basically like, and other people may like that. So yeah. it's more diverse on YouTube. It's, and exactly, and identifiable. You will find things on YouTube that you identify with and that you're interested in. Mm. And I feel like TV is kind of ignoring that. That the the, the, the decision makers are ignoring what the young people might want or the diverse people want. It, it feels like TV sometimes always made for one type of person. Would you agree? Yeah. Right, okay. So with also with um, Ratman, the first time that I saw anything of his it was actually when a friend of mine was in one of his videos and it was to do with domestic okay. abuse. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately it didn't make it onto the TV version, but it did really, really well online. And But that plays back into what you're talking about there because mm. us as um, the general audience, in my opinion, really liked it and couldn't understand why it didn't make make it on to the TV. So that feeds back into what you're saying because it got millions and millions of views, but for some reason, the BBC wouldn't let it go onto the terrestrial, mm. um, the terrestrial show. Okay, so then also, um, I was going to talk about Back to Shiro's story, is it does talk about, it, it does delve into some dark things and yeah and and uh, a dark life that people can live now do you think that's an education for you does it open up your eyes does it put you off uh it's more of a like education as Mm -hmm. we're learning things because because as i say tv is not diverse enough like we don't know we don't see that um sort of things we need to see that that sort of life yeah so that um we become familiar with it Mm-hmm. And it's quite, it's just different, so it makes it quite interesting. Okay, then. So, and does it put you off trying to get into that kind of life? Uh, yeah, it kind of guides you. And, and so, he, it's not that he he glorifies it; it's just reality, I guess. Yeah, he's showing you reality. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and then Ratman has said that he would like to take Shiro's story because he's not going to make any more. He made the three, and he refuses to make any more because. Do you remember? To, does he want to um, put it up onto Netflix? Netflix. Now, so my question to you is that, do you think it's good enough for Netflix? Definitely. It got, um, I think it got a million views in one day. So right. People are obviously interested in watching it. So I think if it was, if it was a different um, type of, if it was um, a different type of mood, then mm-hmm. I think it would already be on Netflix. So I think Netflix should just take the gamble. That's right. Right. I think people want to watch it. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I agree. I think that will do really, really well. And I think what Netflix, the Netflix team have to, to remember is that if it goes onto Netflix, it's not going to be like a condensed... What? How, do you think they're about five minutes long, the Shira story things, about five to seven minutes? Uh, maybe a bit longer. Maybe a bit longer. A yeah. bit longer. But so it will be drawn out. There will be more dialogue and probably less music, but the music will still be there. Mm. So that they need to consider that as well. I know I would definitely watch it. I was gutted when I knew another one wasn't coming out yeah. and it ended there. Um, and I'm hoping that Rapman, please, Rapman, this is from me, 
personally. Just make one more, just one. And then we'll wait for the Netflix <laughs> people. And what's nice about Rap Man is that Jay-Z has recognised him yeah. and he's been signed onto Rock Nation. And I saw on Instagram that he was at the breakfast party that Rock Nation does as well this uh, over the past coming weeks. So he's been elevated. So what that has shown me is perseverance because yeah. he's been in the game for how long now? He's been doing so many series, um, like his wrap-ups of the year. And... He's finally made it. Perseverance. Yeah. Perseverance, so. exactly. He's been knocked back so many times. And what he's done through the show, his story, is he's given lots of people opportunities to work in the creative industry. Because he started with, like, small-time actors. Yeah. And then when it became good, all the bigger people yeah. wanted to jump on board. All the big rappers, like, um, Crept, Conan, Notes, uh, yeah, they all, Heady One, they all come on. Exactly. They all jumped on board, you see. So his perseverance has paid off. And then from Shira's story, we've seen that Javon Wade has gone, um, has been recognised and he's now doing a show for DC Universe. Mm. Did you see that? So that's another, um, uh, oh gosh, what's the word? Another good thing about uh, putting your own, your own material out on YouTube, is that somebody will see you. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not saying that he wouldn't have done well without Shira's story, um, but I'm sure that helped. I'm yeah. sure that it helped because, you know, he's already got a following, so um, he will bring that to the, to the DC Universe series and that makes him a more attractive actor. And I'm just wishing that God will give me some of that, some of that um, luck as well. So yeah. Jovian is on the DC Universe thing called Doom Patrol and he's playing Vic um, stroke cyborg. So he's out in Hollywood. He's out in LA now from that small thing. Look where he's gone. It's really inspiring for me. So Shay, what is um, a positive and I'm going to challenge you. What would you say is a negative of Shay's story? Is there anything you didn't like? Um... Maybe it was, like, a bit negative. I'd say it's a bit extreme. Like, even for me, it was quite scary at the end when uh, Dino uh, shot Shiro's daughter. Right. That's quite tragic. Like, even for a grown man, that's quite... It's a bit... It's quite a lot, but... Oh, what you say... You say it's extreme, but that's some people's reality. And I think that's what Ratman's trying to show you, that that is... We... Listen... <laughs> I've kept you in a lovely cocoon. So you don't see that anymore. But from my, even from my, my childhood, that's some people's reality. Yeah, but I'm, I know it's not really a negative, but like, I just need to think of one. Yeah, you had to think of one, yeah. Um, positive is like showing the real world, and it's showing people like what the real world is and like how... It also gives you lots of life stories, like don't get your money through drugs because it's not really worth it if you get caught or and you have to defend it every day for life. There's no point. Just just work as a normal man to get your money and so on. Right. Um, and what did you think of all the characters in Shira's story? Do you think they played their characters well? Yeah, especially the main two characters. Yeah. Shiro and his friend. Yeah, Purcell is the other one. So you've got Jovi and Wade who played Shiro and you've got Purcell who played... Um, Purcell Ascot, I think he is, and he played Kyle. But So after watching Shiro's story, I, I went on a binge because I couldn't get any more. 
Um, I started watching a lot of Purcell's things. But what I did notice about him is that he plays the same kind of role a lot. Did you find yeah, that? I've, I've watched a few of them before. I watched Shadow's Story as well. Okay. He's always playing the baddie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to see him play something else, I think. Just to see I how he'll be. I think he's good at it, though. But I think he could be... Yeah, he is good at the baddie. He is so believable. I'm telling you, he sucks me right in. I hate him. It mm. makes me hate him. <laughs> um, he plays it so well. He's on a phenomenal actor. But I would like to see him play something different, I think. And then I think I'd like to see Jovian play something even harder mm. as well. Because he's like... He's quite like a lovable rogue, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, so I'd like to see him play like the unlovable rogue and see how he how he does that. And while we're here, we must say R.I.P. to Cadet because he was also a person after watching Shire's story that I binge watched and I thought he was phenomenal. I really liked him. He was actually my favorite. I think he was in Shire's story as well. Yeah, he was at the end. He was he he was the one that um um the girl's older brother, right? I can't, remember. I can't remember exactly, but I do remember. Seeing yeah, that. he was in there. He was in there with a girl's older brother that was looking for um, Jovian's character. Or oh, am I thinking about something else that I've watched? I watched so many things yeah. from, like I said, I went on a binge looking for all their work because I just think they're phenomenal. I couldn't believe that I didn't know about them. And I think Rita Bernard, um, the, the lady in there, was really, really good. The main female character yeah. was amazing as well. Alrighty. Well, that is a wrap up of Shira's story. There's um so you would recommend it? Uh yeah, yeah, I'd recommend it to like children, teenagers and above. Teenagers. I was I was gonna ask you, so when you say teenagers, Deji's just about to become a teenager. He's twelve going on thirteen. Do you think he can handle it? He has to be like growing up like a mature mature like thirteen. Yeah. I think if you're not really very mature, maybe you should wait a few years, but yeah, because it's quite deep. Mm. All right. Okay, so that's our roundup of Shiro's story. I would thoroughly recommend it. I would give it a 9.9 out of 10. Honestly, I do... Um, I can't speak well enough about it, honestly. Just just go and have a look if you haven't. Um, I think the last, the last show got 5.5 million views on the, f- the first week. Yeah, and yeah. 10 million, over 10 million views overall. And over 10 million views overall. That's not bad for a group of guys with hardly any budget to mm. work on. They've done really, really well. Okay, so um, we're going to wrap up our Shiro story section with a song, another song from The Man Like Shayi, and we'll see you on the other side talking about The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Did you see what? Did you see what? Did you see what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see what I done? Came in the black pants, left in the white one. I'm just a hoodlum, I came in my bones, I'm a niggas wanna try something. Did you see what I done? Came in the black pants, left in the white one. I'm just a hoodlum, I came with the bones, I'm a niggas wanna try something. Came looking like a ganja farmer. Did daddy better hide his daughter? Shake a bunda just like a torta. Splash a bunda with holy water. Lick a spice for the winter season. Your chicken is a liquor season. Yeah. 
you see what he did? The black bands turn white and they can't believe it. Make them repeat it. That's some new shit. They've never seen it. You should feel it. Meet and greet it. I'll be a genius if I didn't think with my penis. Get them thinking I'm awesome. Man, them approach with caution. True say we came with the bun sound, but true say we came for the bun. That's some round thing that I can put my paws on. Did you see what I done? Came in a black bands left in the white one. I'm just a old lama, came with my bones, and my niggas wanna try some. Did you see what I done? Came in the black bands, left in the white one. I'm just a old lama, came with the bones, and my niggas wanna try some. Kings, many like I robbed the nine bar. Looking for the baddest diva. Hold up, let me analyze her. Body looking like a hypnotizer. Come, let me try some, so you can climb on. Oh, you're a shy one, are you trying to hide from? Be jumping a black ride and put your friend in a white one. I'm a pencil addict, pulled up in traffic. Me and my friends switch cars and they look like magic. They never seen such a skinny man in a big puffer jacket. That's unfamiliar. Came looking like a bodybuilder. Out there's windy and I wonder I'm into you Don't you wanna see the interior? Did you see what I done? Came in a black bench, left in the white one. I'm just a old lama, came with my bones, and my niggas wanna try some. Did you see what I done? Came in the black bands, left in the white one. I'm just a old lama, came with the bones, and my niggas wanna try some. Man kept calling me for things a man I hate But they're waving when they saw me on their strip I know I know they see me on the camera Might just link some man for Mix the gentleman with gangsta Quickly stop off at the off-license Boss man, let me get a tutu drink Girl, them I watch my thing How about a crook and a princess combining? And I've been giving girl the good pipe A man walked in, yo, it's no way looks like Give man high five, kiss her goodnight I'm in your eyesight, but I'm not your type I'm more like your life Keep quiet, I'm preaching Put a sock in it Put a sock on the fire alarm Fingers looking like a firearm When I spit this fire Plus I came with a fire, um What's that thing with a silencer? Man come shoot and silence him I was never the cool kid More like strange and awkward Biscuit for your forehead Till my forearms exhausted I be rolled my fortress Spent four months in the forefront We party for a fortnight But I was too weak I changed my number couple times The man kept calling me for things A man I hating but they're waving When they saw me on this strip I know I know they see me on the camera Might just link some man for Mix the gentleman with gangsta I changed my number couple times The man kept calling me for things A man I hating but they're waving When they saw me on the 
strip, I know I know they see me on the camera Might just link some man for Mix the gentleman with gangster We are not G's, I am not from your ends I don't give a fuck what you done Two young G's, arms out, nobody move You can get stuck in the mud We sent your man to the shop What do you mean? He ain't never made it rain Your man is a fraud Your boyfriend's living a lie You're kinda like Rachel Zane I'm gentle when it comes to the girl then But I'm gangster with somebody in Voss My girl don't wanna stop for a chat Then I'm onto her friends like Joey and Ross, babe What do you mean you can't talk for a sec? It's calm, you don't even know what you lost Stone Island from my head to my feet When I step on the street I don't know what it costs but I know it's expensive She told me she loved me But really I don't even know if she meant it And if it's all this whip That's numerous offences Why you gassed off a rack I put three on my dentist I put three on my Close dentist. your eyes, it might be blinding And they wonder why I'm smiling Until I hear a siren We pulled off in perfect timing Close your eyes, it might be blinding And they wonder why I'm smiling Until I hear a siren We pulled off in perfect timing I changed my number couple times The man kept calling me for things A man are hating but they're waving When they saw me on this strip I know I know they see me on the camera Might just link some man for Mix the gentleman with gangsta I changed my number couple times The man kept calling me for things A man are hating but they're waving When they saw me on this strip I know I know they see me on the camera Might just link some man for Mix the gentleman with gangsta Welcome back to the Creative Alliance show. Um, before we move on, I'm going to remind you about my social media handles because I really need you to start talking to us. The Creative Ally on Twitter, A-L-L-I, Ally. On Instagram, it's The Creative Alliance Show. On Facebook, it's The Creative Alliance Show. If you want to listen back to this show or any of our previous shows, please tune into iTunes, The Creative Alliance Show, Podbean, The Creative Alliance Show, and SoundCloud, The Creative Alliance Show. And we will be adding um, more listening platforms for you as well. Right, now we have... Um, Bello son number two and he's going to be doing two segments with me today uh, the first being the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air now the reason I, I, I chose to do this is because he sat down not last Christmas maybe the one before or maybe even the one before that I can't remember and binged watched the whole of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and I found it really interesting that he is binge watching something I watched in the 90s and he absolutely loves it and is what I think he's finished he finished it in how long uh, like a month yeah watched the whole lot in a month he was totally addicted so I told him that he can come and talk about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and why it has stood the test of time and why it was still interested interesting to him god knows how many years later what 30 years later still going strong um so Deji for people who don't do not know who have been living in a shell tell us a little bit about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air well the Fresh Prince the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is about um, Will Smith, acted by Will Smith, uh, who moves into a very privileged household with his cousins, 
and his uncle and auntie. And there are lots of different characters inside. There's um, Ashley Banks, who is somebody who um, cons- whose father considers Will as a bad influence on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's DJ Jazzy Jeff, who is Will's best friend, who also is a bad influence on um, Ashley. And then there's Hillary and Carlton, who kind of have... Not a rivalry, but they was always fighting over stuff. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, if you watched it, there's a memorable, memorable thing that they always asking to borrow Philip, um, the uncle's car. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's all about um, how what's it called? It's different for Will and how he has to adapt to a different household and how he needed to change. Right. And, oh, yeah, and they do, you actually reminded me, they do use Ashley as as the kind of vessel of, of for their relationship because they kind of fight to be her big brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Will, yeah, does lead her up the garden path a little bit, does lead her astray. Um, my favourite character was DJ Jazzy Jeff. I don't know why. I have no, I've got no idea why, but I really liked him. I think because he was quite mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe I wanted to know more about him. Okay. So what do you think makes Will Smith's character so personable? Why have we all fallen in love with him? I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to him because um, he has to, I'm not, it's hard to explain, like, uh Relate to him in what sense? Like... He struggles. Yeah, he struggles and he... Like, uh, what's good? There's, he has a, um, an older brother. Well, not older brother, but his cousin Carlton is doing well in school. And when he first gets there, uh, his um, Carlton is getting everything. Yeah. And uh, what's good? He has to find... Um, he realises that it's not um, because Carlton, they just like Carlton better than him that Carlton's getting everything. Mm-hmm. But it's because Carlton was working harder in school and he had his parents' trust. So um, I think it was a lot to do with school and what he did with his life at the start. Right, OK. And that is personable because you do have those um, those moments where you think that maybe other parents support their children more than others. Um, and I guess some through circumstance people are born into more fortunate situations right through no fault of your own um but will did try to take a lot of shortcuts though didn't he yeah it was a shortcut master yeah and then we met his dad right mm-hmm. his real dad so how was his real dad compared to phil when his dad came um no, no his real dad came right at the end do you remember no. No? Oh, am I remembering something else? Okay, about his mum. Tell me about his mum then. Uh, well, his mum... I thought his mum was going to be a really strict person because she sent him off. Mm. But I think his mum was just, like, really protective. But at the same time was a family person. Yeah. Um, And she 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 really just did want the best for Will. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure if Will understood that or not. Mm-hmm. But... In the end, he still did have a good relationship with his parents, his mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad was in it. I remember his dad let him down. But it'll come to me. Okay, I have a question. Which auntie Hillary did we like the best? 
number one. Same. I really like the old Antonio. I was so sad when she left. I mean, the new one was cool, yeah. but I think, I don't know, I guess because you've grown with the old one, she's become, yeah, part of the family. It's like, yeah. oh, bring her back. Bring her back. It was very weird when I was watching the series and I was uh, a new Hillary. Yeah. Was that the only character that not, changed? Not Hillary. Um, it was onto Hillary. Um, no, it was Vivian. Oh, onto Vivian. Hillary's in, is that Cosby, Cosby show. I think they changed no, her. No, Hillary's well. the... The daughter. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Not, oh, not her, the, she yeah, bugged me. Daughter, I didn't like... Older daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she bugged me. She was so irritating. She was very beautiful. Yeah. But she played that character well. She made you think she was really really yeah. irritating so now my question to you is will smith so you've seen him in the fresh prince of bel-air yeah. and you've gone on to see him evolve in yeah. other films right so what is your favorite will smith film my favorite will smith film oh the pursuit to happiness i really like that film when i watched it oh yeah that is brilliant yeah with uh Jaden smith in it as well yeah that is brilliant. You haven't seen Ali, though, have you? No, I haven't seen that one You're going to watch Ali, and you're going to love it as well. I think Ali's my favourite Will Smith film. But he's a very, very talented guy. Um, adaptable as well, and he works really, really, really hard. He's quite funny mm-hmm. in real life as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, have friends... Your friends been watching the Fresh Prince, Prince of Bel Air as well. Yeah, quite a few of them actually. Okay. Yeah. Like... Um, why? Why do? You, why do you think that you are able to watch it now, and I watched it thirty years ago? I mean, some people may just find it like a comedy because mm-hmm. it is. There are a lot of jokes and stuff inside it, but then I like at, at my age, uh, what's good? You you start to find like the um, the moral values inside on inside of the film. Mm. And I think, yeah, I think it when when the when you can relate to the film or, yeah, when you can relate to the film, it, you like to watch it to see how the options to deal with, um, the problems are. Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's why a lot of people might might watch it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's because, it's light. I think people need escapism. We have such a hard world sometimes and hard days at work. And that you know the daily grind is real. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's nice escapism to watch a bit of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's not real. I know you say it's relatable, but it's it's so just not real. Yeah, like uh, how Ashley Banks becomes a singer. Yeah. After, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like yeah. But it's nice. It's escapism. It, you know, is is so far from all our lives that it's just nice to watch. Maybe and it's nice to dream that one day. We all live in a mansion in Bel Air. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Master Deji Bello. Um, after the next few songs, you'll be coming back to talk about uh, Creed. Yes. And Rocky. Oh, and Rocky. All right. See you on the other side. Okay. Thank you. Prince of a town called Bel Air. 
in Westfield, Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I begged and pleaded with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way. She gave me a kiss and then she gave me my ticket. I put my walkman on and said, I might as well kick it. First class, yo, this is bad. Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? Hmm, this might be all right. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said fresh and it had dice in the mirror. If anything, I can say that this cab was rare, but I thought, nah, forget it. Yo, home's the Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight and I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air. That's my family tree. That's my family tree. No bad vibes, just good energy. If you know about them, then you know about me. So that's my family tree. That's my family tree. From primary right through secondary. If you know about them, then you know about me. I'm still the same company I ain't never gonna change my company Mom said, son, be careful of your company Because your company shows you all. I went from nothing to something And still ain't changed Still getting on the bus and the train Still living in the same old place And still thank God for every breath I take from where I grew up Before I leave my home, I do my shoes up No spuds, just hugs, show my crew love When we roll to a show, we don't queue up Act like we're friends and they know us Quick drop from Nike, they love us You're the type of person I trust No questions asked, you just always show up That's my family tree That's my family tree No bad vibes, just good energy If you know about them, then you know about me So that's my family tree That's my family tree From primary right through secondary If you know about them, then you know about People are eating too. If it's beef, my people are beefing too. If I'm dying, my people are dying too. I ain't got time, but I'm trying to make time for you. I don't speak anymore. I just make music. My family's back for anything they wanna do. So we stay strong every single time when our highs and our lows come. I promise I'm always gonna get through. Mitchum where I grew up. Before I leave my home, I do my shoes up. No sponge, just hug, show my crew love. When we go to a show, we don't queue up. Act like we're friends and they know us Quick drop from night, yeah, they love us You're the type of person I trust No questions asked, you just always show up That's my family tree That's my family tree No bad vibes, just good energy If you know about them, then you know about me So that's my family tree That's my family tree From primary right through secondary If you know about them, then you know about me Dream.
Creative Alliance show with me, Kai Bello, uh, Shay Bello, Deji Bello. We now have in the house Papa Bello, aka Tony Bello, and we've got the littlest Bello in the house as well, Rotimi Bello. He'll be talking to you very soon. Say a quick hello, Rotimi. Hello. 
Hello. Rosie Moon will be doing some quick fire questions with us later on. So stay tuned if you want to hear his answers. Papa Bello, a.k.a. Tony Bello, <laughs> will be giving you advice on how to see yourself as a business entity creatives because we fail to do that. We create and forget we got to make some money. Very important. Um, that is all to come. Before we go on to our next section, remember I told you that I promised to tell you a little bit more about our friends over at Hashtag Make Your Film. Um, they had an event early in the year in January, which um, Toluan and I went to, which was phenomenal. It sold out. They put extra tickets and then it sold out again. So I had to beg for my entry to be put onto the guest list because you know me, lastminute.com. The guests were phenomenal. The panellists were incredible and the networking afterwards was off the chain. We made so many contacts there um, and following out Following on from that, they've now got a second event happening in March. Um, if you, uh, they've got two guests, sorry. The first two guests that are confirmed are Jack Tarlin of Shudder Films, and he's already making huge waves as a, in the independent film world. Jack won a BIFA award for Best British Film, amongst many other accolades, and he has also been BAFTA nominated. He's known for his powerful feature films, God's Own Country, and his latest film, Await Further Instructions. I love that title, it's brilliant. And then they have Matthew Butler-Hart and Tori Butler-Hart of Fizz and Ginger Films. Matt and Tori have completed an award-winning slate of ambitious films, including three features, Miss Her in Her Teens, Town Down, and recently The Isle, and both of them have had multiple um, talents spanning acting, writing, directing and producing. And between them and together, they have moved from small indies into bigger budgets and more challenging works with an uh, exciting state of films ahead. Um, it will be hosted by one of the founders, Giles Anderson. Um, he's the director of Features, um, of Features World of Darkness, The Dare, and co-writer, producer of A Serial Killer's Guide to Life and Cassette. He's made many ads, promos, and award-winning shorts, and he's the host of the popular Filmmakers podcast, which I now follow, which is awesome, which I advise you to follow also if you are in this industry. Dom Lenoir, who's also um, one of the co-founders of the Filmmakers uh, podcast, I'm sorry, of the Filmmakers, and he's directed and produced his first feature at the age of 20 and achieved his goal of three features, not one, not two, but three features before the age of 30 um, with Winter Ridge, which has had 25 screen cinema releases. Dude, I haven't even had one. 25 before the age of 30. Now, if you want to get advice, always get advice from those who are doing better than you. So I suggest you come along to their next event and come and network because I'm telling you, it's phenomenal. I learned about how to get into the Cannes Film Festival. We learned about finance. We learned about podcasting. We learned so, so much. And we're already in the industry, but you can always learn from those who are doing better. So, um... I suggest you get you get 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 down there. We've already put information about this event on our Facebook page, the Creative Alliance Show. Go and have a look. 
Um, tickets are on Eventbrite. The link's on our Facebook page. Get yourself down then. We can't wait to meet you all. Yes, yeah, so that's it. I did promise you I'd tell you about that, and that's that done. Right, Mr. Deji Velo, we are now going to talk together about Creed. Here you go. Yeah, go on, introduce Creed to me. Tell uh, me more about it. Creed is a film about a boxer. It's followed up from Rocky, uh, from the film called Rocky, which is about uh, a boxer who was taught by um, a man called Apollo Creed. Oh, and was best friends with a man called Apollo, Apollo Creed, and uh, he he had he had his son, uh, who who is the main character in the film called Creed, called Creed, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's about how was good he become he came comes to become a boxer after not doing very well in his life so far, and yeah, and he didn't know who his mother was either until. Maybe a few months before, um, maybe a month after he became a boxer. And with Creed, what is it that you particularly like about it? Because I know that you really love the Creed films. So what is it that you particularly like about Creed? Well, in the second Creed film, it's about, what's it called? He, um, the person that killed his father had a son and who is also a boxer. And Creed got challenged to a fight with him. And Creed uh, um, was called, wanted to accept the fight, but Rocky, who was his coach in boxing, did, said he would not coach him through that fight because he thought it wasn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. Because Creed almost lost his lost himself in revenge, went in revenge. Yeah, got on, consumed by revenge, yeah. which is easy to do. Um, on on what's it called on the people that on the man who who killed his father. And he went into the fight not even half trained to what he usually is mm. and just wanted to wanted to smash the other guy in, to pieces. But he didn't have half the um, power or ability of the other of the guy. And in the first fight, uh, he got t- taken the mickey of and was good, got knocked straight down and, and almost lost his belt. But luckily, the other guy got disqualified because of because he knocked him down while he was on his knees. Yeah. So Michael B. Jordan, the main character, does he pull it off well? Yeah, he does pull it off really well. Like when you see I mean you can see it in Rocky as well, when they go through the training. Yeah. Um that that is a very interesting part to watch how they what's good, how they almost not torture themselves, how they Pushed their bodies really hard. Yeah, that's then... torturing yourself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also, what's good because he has um, um, a fiance in the film as well. And how what's good they sometimes get in arguments, or also they have a son who is um, or a daughter, I'm not sure, but who who is deaf because his uh, fiance has a hearing uh, has a hearing disability, mm-hmm. and so the son is deaf. And in the second fight. In Creed Two, uh, was good. He fights for them instead, and that helps him get through it. Okay, don't don't spoil it too much okay. because, mommy, I haven't seen okay. Creed Two. Don't spoil it for me. So I didn't know that he had a son that was deaf. So you spoiled that for me. Sorry, but it's okay. It will stop me crying because you know I cry in every film. <laughs> I cry in everything. Okay, so back to Michael B. Jordan. 
So you've seen him now, you've seen him in Wakanda. Yeah. Um, how do you rate him as an actor? Do you think he's versatile? Do you think he's samey? How do you feel I about think him? He, he's very good at expressing his emotions in the film. Mm-hmm. Like in, um, in Black Panther. Yeah. When he is the, um, the, the, almost the villain, he is somebody who, well, yeah, he, he seeks revenge again. Yeah. Um, and he 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 doesn't really know all of the facts. Yeah. He's how do you explain it? He is uh he doesn't know what he, what he's going into. So he's a bit hot headed. Yeah. Mm. As a child who was called grew up with um grew up from maybe I don't know, maybe about nine without his father. Yeah. Um so yeah, he He's a bit hot-headed, and and well, growing up without your father from about nine, that that sometimes um, creates a lot of internal anger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and so he and when you see him in that film, he expresses his emotions really well. And after when he seeks revenge, he he doesn't really understand um, the people of Wakanda, mm-hmm. and because he was all he has is anger, and he doesn't like the country. So he just, uh, what's good, he trashes all of their traditions and, yeah, in a revenge again. So he, he plays that revenge thing quite yeah. well. So it seems like you've seen him in two kind of similar kind of roles or similar characters, I wouldn't say roles, but personalities. What mm-hmm. do you think would challenge Michael B. Jordan? What would you like to see him in? What kind of role? Um, Maybe a role... Oh, that's a good question because I mean, in Creed, he's kind of a good guy as well, isn't he? Yeah, he is a good guy. You see, okay, let me. I'm gonna play devil's advocate, you know, because you know me. Um, for me, I really like Michael B. Jordan. Very, yeah. very big fan. However, I just see him as a lovable rogue. I just can't see him. I can't see the bad in him. No, no matter how I know he's playing it well, it's just me. I think it's something that I can't get over in my head. But sure? I just can't see. Him bad. So even when he's in Wakanda trying to be the bad guy, and I just, oh, I just still thought, oh, what's going on today? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Do you need a hug? Yeah. Th- I have people like that, that I just, I can't see the villain yeah. in them. And I don't know why. It's nothing, you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, criticising his acting in any way, shape or form. I know it's something in me. I mean, I in, in, in what's good in Black Panther, he does kill a few people. So. I know. Uh, I feel like, oh, you're having a bad day, Michael. Should I come in there and give you a hug? <laughs> hug you through this bad day? I, I just, I couldn't hate him. Natural, natural. It hasn't made me hate him. You know, like we were talking in the previous section about the guy in A Shire's Story. Yeah. He made me really dislike him. Yeah, like, but- dude, if I saw you on the road, I'd forget that you're playing the character. However, with Michael B. Jordan, I just couldn't hate were- him. In in what's it called in what's it called? Uh, Black Panther. That's the film where he he is the bad guy, right? Yes. But then yet again, he does come from a background where that influences on how he turns out. So you kind of have to feel sorry for him a bit. Yeah. And then at the end, you can see that he he starts crying because he he realizes um, how naive he was to the situation. So. Yeah. So maybe that's what he's playing so well. Yeah. Actually, maybe he's. So that even shows how good an actor he is. Lost in the middle of two... two yeah, and he it. brings that through so well that I can't really hate him because, yeah, that's, I think you're right because, you know, he's a victim of circumstance. Yeah. Again, so Rocky as opposed to Creed. 
I discuss. Think, yeah, I think Rocky is somebody who is the good guy all the way out through the film. Right. And but then in the second film, you see where he gets separated from his son. Mm-hmm. Like in the in the I mean in Creed, you see where he gets separated from his son. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the first films, he's all his son and him are always together. I mean, I mean not actually. In a few, they do they do get in arguments, mm-hmm. but most of the time they're always um, together. But which ones do you think are more gripping? Do you think the Rocky films or the Creed films? Mm, good question. Um, see, I like both of the films a lot, but I think I prefer Creed. Well, that shows you how good Rocky is because you know it's so old, and you could just yeah. say, eh, "It's old. It's not shot very well." No, so it is. Though. It is. It is. It's really, really good. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone was a great actor, and it was really well directed. As well, I, 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 it took me a while to get into Creed because I love Rocky so so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I cried in Rocky all the time. The second film in Creed is really really sad as well. Oh god, that's why I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna watch it when you guys all go out, <laughs> so that I don't embarrass myself in front of you guys. So with Creed, is there room for a Creed three? And would you watch it, or do you think they should stop? I mean. Rocky, they did go a bit far as well, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Like, he, they, the, Rocky uh, Four was that probably Apo- one of my favourites, and then after had, that it was... Apollo had died already. Yeah. He'd already got his um, his champion belt. Yes. After, he was just fighting other other lost lost um, fighters. Yeah. And which he knew he was going to beat. So, yeah, I think Creed, maybe one more. One but more. I don't think they should do was it five or six that Rocky had. I remember Rocky five. I don't remember anything else. Yeah, I think that five would be a bit too, <coughs> too, too many. Right. Yeah. Okay. And should I audition for a role? Uh, who could I play? His uh, sister. Maybe. His long lost sister. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I should audition for it. Okay. Thank you very much, Master Deji Bello. That was a really interesting conversation about Creed and Rocky. Um I have to say, well, I've already said it, I prefer the Rockies to the Creeds, but I do like I do like the Creeds. But you yeah. know, I'm setting my ways, I'm old. I'm older than you. So I am setting my ways and we'll see you and maybe come back. Will you come back and talk about Creed three yeah. when it's um on its way? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when it comes out. And then also in, what's it called? Uh, um, Creed. Yes. His uh, um, his pet, his mum. Yeah. He She didn't want him to become a fighter at all. That's right. So she she literally dragged him away. Uh-huh. And she, she was pretty separated from him before he became a boxer. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think Rocky, I mean, Creed was um, very um, blind after... After he he seeks revenge, to how he should have how how it was how it was morally right for him to act. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's good life lessons, especially because he didn't he didn't understand that what he was how um his father died. Yeah. Was almost the same, same. as what he was putting him, himself into. Yeah. And he was making his fiance have to face that. Just like his mother had to face. Right. And so his, his mum could see that, right? And, and he had... He, his his fiance was pregnant as well, so... Oh, wow. That was gonna... History that, repeating itself. Exactly. But he broke the cycle. Yeah. Because he won the fight. Yeah. yeah. But that's so true to life. So many people forget what the cause is and are consumed by revenge. Revenge is a, is a very wicked thing. It's a very horrible thing. Because when you're in it, 
Yeah. It's it's very difficult to get out and it's very difficult you to, for you to see the light of day until it's too late. Yeah. Really. And it hurts a lot of people around you because you're so you've got tunnel vision. Yeah. At the time. So anything else you'd like to tell us about Creed you'd like to discuss? No, not really. No, that was really good. Thank you, Deji. Right, we're going to see you on the other side. And back on the other side, we'll have Papa Bello taking us through some business skills. See you on the other side. Okay. I'm from a mad place. Get your act together, get your act straight Imagine Biggie never had faith I felt like Diddy when the cash came I'm doing numbers now All these notes, man, I never had a hundred pounds I was 23 with a hundred foul I ain't playing with chips, put a hundred down Everything's changed, four by fours Everything's range I don't chase girls, only Henny gets chased When they wanna wave at us, we get waved And that's every day Cause I remember being broke I remember having joke girls take me for a joke It was scary and I pull up in the ghost I'm just bossy, I don't boast Let's make a toast Bossy, I don't boast, I'm just bossy Let's make a toast and get Pori. Drink it up for my story, my story, that surely You remember days I was poorly, everyone try ignore me Now I'm living like Bosey, so Bosey, yeah I've been dreaming of this, even through the days they didn't believe in the kid How could I take a break when I'm trying to make my fun move from the fiends in the bits I can never stop, don't be silly, don't be silly If there's any problem then my bros are getting drilly But we smiling now cause we great Shut down Libertine and go take Proper, put your bottles in the sky, yeah. Lift it up high in the air, lift it up high in the air, in the air, yeah. I'm nice, so forever dripping, man. I know I never dry, yeah. Man, I'm so high in the air, man, I'm so high in the air, yeah. Bossy, I don't boast, I'm just bossy. Let's make a toast and get poory. Drink it up for my story, my story, that surely. You remember days I was poorly, everyone try ignore me. Now I'm living like Bosey, so Bosey, yeah. I remember having nothing, but I still had to share it with my brothers. I switched it quick, my gear got to shifting. Now I only chill with the piftings. <laughs> now I'm high off for life, I don't even smoke and I'm buzzing. But I do, I'm high off the splifting. I'm sorry, mum, if you're listening. Bosey, I don't boast, I'm just Bosey. Let's make a toast and get poory. Drink it up for my story. My story, that surely You remember days I was poorly Everyone try ignore me Now I'm living like Bosey So Bosey, yeah to the second to last segment of the Creative Alliance show. We have had a packed show today. We have spoken about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We have spoken about Creed. We have spoken about Shiro's story. I've told you about what all the um, Creative Alliance members are up to and have been up to. And now we have an advisory section, business advice. Yes, because as creatives, okay, I might be speaking for just myself, but I'm sure there are many like me. As creatives, we tend to forget 
about the business element um, of our careers. We are pushing for the auditions. We are pushing for the feature films. We are pushing for theatre. We are pushing for this. We're pushing for that. But we forget that we need to promote and consider ourselves as business entities and that we have to remember that in this industry there are some serious knockbacks and they will happen all the time so we need to develop the skin and the strength to stand up again and again and again to keep knocking on those doors building those strong houses for us to flourish in so with all of that being said i have brought the fabulous tony bello um, on board today because he is a successful businessman in his own right maybe not in the creative industry but business is business right Tony uh, yes good yeah afternoon. welcome to the creative alliance show first of all good afternoon good, good afternoon. afternoon thanks good afternoon. for joining us yeah. right so I was saying that as creatives we generally generally don't consider the business element of ourselves. So we go to the auditions, oh, yeah, um, and we forget about it. We forget that we need to bring money in. And even when we land the job, we forget that we need to turn that money over. We need to think of multiple streams of income because our industry is one in which you can be working today for three months and you cannot work for the rest of the nine months That's right, yeah. of the year. Mm. So... Come on, give me some advice. What would you advise us to do in that situation? So you've got a job, you've finished, you've got a job January to March, you've finished, and you haven't got anything booked maybe up until October. What advice would you give us? Well, I think, um, I think looking at what you just said, it means that you have to save some money, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. And there's a saying that says it's not how much you make that makes you rich and wealthy, it's mm. how much you save. Right. And you tend to find the very wealthy people save a lot of money. Um, but one of the things I always say to a lot of people is that beauty starts from within, mm-hmm. or begins within. Um, and I think success starts from within. Right. And I think um, we just have to work on ourselves work on ourselves in terms of what is really important for us Um, how do we uh, spend money and make sensible decisions and if you know you're going to be out of work for a long period of time then the period of time you're in work that's a that's a saving process Um, but one of the things I always say to a lot of people also is that we really need to learn from the past Mm -hmm. Uh, like I uh, like um, if you listen to a lot of people, a lot of successful people, whether they be actors, actresses or, or musicians, uh, the successful ones are the ones that learn from failure. Right. Uh, treat failure as gold. That's yeah. one of the things I say. Um, and some of us have found ourselves in the positions that we're in now, uh, mainly because we're not learning from failure. And... Business is business, like you said. Uh, successful business people, uh, what they tend to do, they have habits. Right. The habits are they wake up early mm-hmm. in the morning. I spoke about that Great. many times on the show. I spoke about you because you have, I have to say, out of everybody I know, the best daily routines. Great. Um, yeah. So, but, but how, how, okay, right. And you know me. Mm. Yeah. I, I haven't got the best daily routine. So how is it that you can encourage me when you're up at five o'clock in the morning working on the business, is it? 
Because you said that you work on the business at some time right. and work in the business at some time. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to get me to do the same thing? How can you encourage me? Yourself. Working on yourself. Okay. Personal development. Um, you have to have a big why factor. What is your reason? I mean, a, a lot of people want to be successful. Uh, that everyone says they want to be successful. But what is your why factor? Okay. Do you have a big enough why factor? Why factor is the one that keeps you going. Mm-hmm. Everyone has goals, but goals don't keep you going. It's the why factor. What is the big reason why you're in the creative industry? What's the big reason why you're an artist? What is the big reason why you want to be a successful in Hollywood or any in the play? What is the reason? And is money is a big, big enough factor? reason? Money is the last reason. Right. That's okay. not a why factor. Okay. A why factor is similar to, you know, you, you want to do something with your life, your family's life. You want to you want to do something great, and you or you want to leave a legacy behind. Everyone has been put on this earth mm-hmm. to have impact. Absolutely. What impact are you having? What legacy are you leaving behind? That is the why factor. Now, once you identify your why factor, then you find getting up early in the morning is not a problem. Okay. A lot of people live in their comfort zone. Yeah. Comfort zone. The bed is comfortable. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like you're no. <laughs> <to me. laughs> the bed is comfortable. That is comfort zone. Right. Now, for you to be move to the next level, uh-huh. you have to step out of your comfort zone. Okay. Now, to step out of your comfort zone means doing things that you've never done before. Mm-hmm. If you want to be successful, you have to do things that you've never done before. And one of the things that you've never done before is wake up early. <laughs> yeah. I have a I don't know. <laughs> Like one day, about 10 years ago. But it's a discipline. It's not one day. Yes. It's consistency. Success is also about consistency. Mm -hmm. Being successful is being consistently waking up early in the morning. The other thing that a lot of people ignore Mm -hmm. also is exercise. Yes. Exercise clears the mind Mm -hmm. and also allows you to think clearly. That is the truth. A lot of people... I, I haven't felt great since I stopped exercising. A lot of people are working with cloudy thinking. Yeah. And I don't know whether you try to fly a plane in the cloud, you don't see where you're going. And that's the same way people are working. If you don't do daily exercises, not definitely daily exercise, three days a week. Mm-hmm. You know, I get up in the morning and I go for a run. Yes. Now, guess what? The run is painful. But do I stop? No. I keep moving. No. <laughs> because again, I want to get out of my comfort zone. When the pain starts, that's when it's working. Okay. When there's no pain, you're not moving to the next level. You're not level. gaining absolutely exactly. anything. Okay, I, I, I had to pose a question to you. I believe sometimes that the reason that I don't get up is because I feel I get overwhelmed and maybe I lack self-belief. So I think, what is it I'm even going to start doing? I have so many things to do, so many things I want to achieve that I don't even know where to start, so I don't bother. Well, that's normal. That's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's, the, it's going back to your why factor. Okay. Uh, what is your why factor? Uh, because the why factor clears your mind too. It, make, it gives you clear vision. Okay. Clear vision. You know, um, one of the things you... And also you have to start from simple things. Everything starts climbing a mountain. If you think about climbing a mountain and you think about all the things you need to do, yeah. guess what? You're not going to start. If you know climbing a mountain takes one step at a time, yeah. then guess what? You take one step at a time. So really, having so many things means that you're, not, you're planning, your goal setting is not quite clear. You, you've, you haven't got a goal, mm-hmm. or you have a goal, but you haven't 
put a deadline to it yeah. and you haven't made a plan okay. and you're not following a plan. Because if you're not following a plan, you get confused what to do next. That is the truth. Yeah, yeah that is the truth. I don't think I do follow my plan. I think many of us, we, or we write the plan down, but we don't follow it. Mm. Um, or it's a plan that isn't clear enough. Because mm. I've, I've had advice that your, your plan has to be really concise. It can't be vague in any way, shape or form. And you have to have an ident- uh, uh, tangible goal exactly. at the end. It's exactly. very, like, yeah. Exactly. Measurable, that's exactly. the word. A measurable exactly. goal at the end, like have I achieved it? Yeah. Um, I haven't, then go back to step X, Y exactly. and Z. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, one of the things I say is uh, also don't conform. Yes. Because uh, conformity is also an issue, uh, a big problem with a lot of people. Uh, they want to be like somebody else. Right. They don't really, they're not unique. They don't have a unique identity. Right. And that's the same with, if you look in the creative industry. Definitely. Oh, my you know, gosh, clones. And, and not conforming means, like, thinking outside the box. Right. Now, what are you doing in terms of thinking outside the box? Mm-hmm. Because that's what makes you unique. Yeah. Thinking outside the box. You want to get somewhere. What is it that you're doing that's different from somebody else? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to set the trail or are you going to follow the trail? Yeah. That's the question. But it takes courage to do that, right? It takes courage to be successful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. There's, no, there's no negotiation with success. Mm, that's why they say dare to dream. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Dream big. Yeah. And a lot of people set their goals very low. Right. People don't fail because they set their goals too high yeah. and miss. People fail because they set their goals too low and hit. Wow. Is That's your powerful. goal set high? Your goal needs to be looking at you look at it and you think I'm crazy. The dream has to be crazy. Right. Big dreams. So wait, say that again. People don't fail because they set their goals too high, high and miss. And miss. They fail because they set their goals too low and, and hit, hit yeah. and then are comfortable. Done it. Yeah. Got the, it. The natural thing for human beings mm-hmm. is to be comfortable. Right. Am I right? Yes. So, but to be successful, you need to come out of the comfort zone. So therefore, there's a conflict of interest. Right. You want to be comfortable, but also you want to be successful. Not possible. You need to come out of that comfort zone. Now, guess what? When you come out of that comfort zone, you start go to work because it's not comfortable, isn't it? Right. Because guess what you do? You go to work to get back, to get into a comfort zone again. But this new comfort zone is higher up. So do you want to stay on a comfort zone that's low or do you want to go higher up in a comfort zone that's high? It's almost like flying economy. Yes. Yeah. You know, most people fly economy. Yeah. Now, if you're going to work to fly business class or first class, guess what? Your job needs to change. You need to change. Everything needs to change. Your income needs to change. Yeah. But it's going to be painful. But once you get there, that comfort zone, guess what? You can relax again yeah. until you have another ambition. Right. That's powerful. Mm. That's really powerful. And then for our creatives mm. that go to audition after audition, oh my gosh, after audition, sometimes it isn't even the audition, mm. application after application after application, and you get knockbacks. How do we dust ourselves up and start again or continue well, the easiest answer to that question, why factor? Okay, we're back there again. I think you need to have, you need to go to the, back to the drawing board 
and mm-hmm. really look at your Y factor. Okay. If knockbacks finish you off, mm-hmm. that means your Y factor is not big enough. Okay. You look at some of the great actresses, actors, successful people. What do they do at the end of the time they become successful? They write a book. Yeah. What does that book say? The lows. Nobody writes a book and say I was high and high. No. They start from rags to riches or from failure mm-hmm. after failure after failure before they become successful. Absolutely. The journey to success are the failures that you come across. Yeah. And you know why you come across those failures? Because you're supposed to help somebody else. Wow. And if they fail, guess what? You have the experience mm-hmm. to guide them and help them towards success. And they know that's the journey you went through. Mm-hmm. And hence, it's a journey they're going through. Which is the ethos so, of the um, Creative Alliance. Exactly. Um, and how important is it to surround yourself with like-minded people or people that are better than you? Mm. Um, do we underestimate okay. that? There's a saying that goes that if you sur- if you around nine millionaires, mm-hmm. you will be the tenth millionaire. Amen to that. Yeah. And again, it also goes if you sur- surround yourself with ten people going nowhere. <laughs> You are also going nowhere. Nowhere. So look at the people you're around. Now, if you want to go somewhere, make sure they have, they're going the same place or they're there already. Right. Yeah. And that's it. Get a mentor. Everybody needs a mentor. Yes, which I do have. But you know, I'm always throwing questions and you know, Mrs. Devil's advocate here. But sometimes you say surround yourself with nine millionaires. But sometimes I don't feel that I'm good enough to be in the company of those nine millionaires. So that's telling me that I need to work on my self-worth, right? That's right, yeah. Okay. So I have two jobs to do. Well, you only have one job to do. Mm Mm-hmm which is yourself. Right. It's you. You listen to yourself carefully. I think I'm not good enough to be around those people. So what is it? It's you. Yeah. If you're going to be a millionaire, what's it going to be? It's Mm -hmm. you. If you're going to be successful, what it's going to be? It's you. It's all about you. Mm -hmm. Beauty starts from within. Yes. Success starts from within. Mm -hmm. Belief system. Is your belief system up to where it should be? There are lots of, the internet's fantastic now. In the old days, a lot of the information we have about becoming successful, reading about successful people wasn't there. You had to pay for it. But on YouTube, there's a lot of successful people there giving their story. And you can use that to help yourself. Yeah. But it all starts with you. One of the things that you need to say to yourself is, I will fail my way to success. And if you keep on repeating it, I will fail my way to success. Every time you come across failure, you know that's on the way to success. Right. That's it. I will fail my way to success. I will fail my way to success. That's <laughs> going to be my mantra. So I've got to get up in the morning really early. I've got to start believing myself. Mm-hmm. I've got to write down my why factor. I've got to plan in detail how to get to my why factor. Yeah. I mean, and, and execute. The I mean... You've got to dream big. Yeah. Dream big, build big. Right. So dream big. You know, some people are dreaming, yeah, but they dream big, Mm -hmm. but they don't build it. Yes. You know, some people are dreaming Mm -hmm. and they stay dreaming. (laughs) Yeah. They don't want to wake up. But you know, there are a lot, we know lots of people like that. And I I think a lot of it is fear. 
Yeah, fear is a big one. Yeah, yeah. Fear. fear is a big one. Um, but where does it start again? Fear. Working on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Fear starts from there. You have to be fearless. Yeah. To be successful, you have to be fearless. Yeah. You have to be ready to take rejection. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in a different industry to you. I'm in the sales industry. Yeah. And the sales industry gets more rejections. Oh, I've seen industry. it. I've lived it with you. Uh, but, I think, but I think there's a crossover. Because we're meant to be selling ourselves. Yeah. And I think that that's what I see as creatives from, from working with you for, what, 14, 15 years, mm-hmm. is I've, I, I, I'm not transferring what I've learned from that industry to this industry. And I know if I do it, I'll be super successful that's right. as well. That's right. Because it's, it's the same thing. We are business entities. Maybe that's I need right. to think of myself as, you know, of something that's being sold. I don't yeah. know. I just don't know why I can't sometimes compute it. And remember, if things aren't going right for you, mm. or your life's not going right for you, or your career's not going right for you, what you're supposed to do is look at your daily routine. Right. Change something in your daily routine, and that will have impact mm-hmm. on your success. Right. So if there's something not right in your daily routine, mm-hmm. which is stopping you from being successful. And I don't know what it is. It could be, for example, maybe you're not sending enough uh, emails to people that need to uh, reply to you. It could be that you're not posting enough videos daily. It could be you're not doing exercise daily. It could mm-hmm. be you're, not, you're working up there. Change your routine, daily routine, and that will have an impact on your success. Yeah. I, th- I think a friend of mine, Yinka, posted something on Twitter where he said, be careful how you spend your time because if you're not, other people will spend it spend it for you and I think that's another thing we do as business people is Mm. that there are only a few hours in the day to get what you need to get Mm. done done Mm. especially as family people Mm. because you know when the kids come home x y and z our our time is being spent by our kids Mm. so it's making those choices isn't it during the day of what Mm. to do who to do it for people will always be asking you favors I'm not saying don't help people because our ethos at creative alliance is to help people along the way Mm. but you can't help everyone and not every project is a project that is worth helping. God, I don't even like saying that, but it is the reality. It's the reality. Mm. And sometimes I do get to the end of the day and think, oh my gosh, I've gone there to help this one. I've done that for this one. I've done that one, this one, pick that one up. And my day's done. Mm. Finished. Yeah. Absolutely finished. So yeah, that's my gem is I'm going to take that with me. Be careful how I spend my time because otherwise other people will be very happy to spend it for me. Oh well, yeah. I mean, uh, we have in our industry, we have a strap line saying we change lives. Right. Now, obviously, if we're going to change lives, your life needs to change also. Right. Yeah. So what we want is we want you to have impact on others mm. when you change your life. So, yeah, it's important to help others, but it's also important to help yourself. Right. And helping yourself is going back to the same thing. Yeah. Believing. Mm-hmm. Another thing about uh, I look at, which is similar to our industry and your industry. Yeah your belief factor has to be high. Internally, you have to be happy and you have to believe that you can act, believe you can jump, believe you can talk, believe you can speak. Right. Believe is very important. So for my advice to your industry mm-hmm. is why don't you have self-development courses? Why don't you have uh, people that come in to get people to believe in themselves? Right. Because if they can act... That's good. But mm-hmm. if they don't believe in themselves, then what is... They're losing some of their acting. You know, skill. Their mm-hmm. skill. You know, so believing in themselves, being happy, 
feeling good. That means feeling good means doing exercise. Also, it goes back to your diet, your food, because you eat a lot of food. You're sluggish. Your mm-hmm. thinking is sluggish. Yeah. Everything is sluggish. You know, exercise props you up in the morning, you know, and waking up early, being ahead of the game. When you wake up early, you're ahead of the game. Yeah, and so on. So those are the things that I would say, because it's all about you. Yeah, I think you're right. Wow, that was powerful. Okay, before I let you go, um, because we need to bring um, the baby Bella in in a second. Little but be, yeah, before he <laughs> comes in, I ju- I just like you to touch on um, for a couple of few minutes, maybe a good five minutes actually. Is I'd like you to touch on promoting ourselves, promotion, whether it be by social media. Um, I don't know, paying for adverts, marketing, anything. Anyway, promoting ourselves. How do we get ourselves out there? Well, um, promoting is a big one. Uh, social media is going to be very important for yourselves. Yeah. Now, social media, Facebook, Instagram, you know, uh, all these things. But the first thing is you need to make sure that uh, you, you, you've decided what you're promoting. Right. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of people promoting themselves. What's unique? About What's you. going to be unique about you? What's going to be unique about your promotion? Right. You know, are you going to have something that jumps out at someone when they read it, when they watch it, and they go, "Wow, that's okay. powerful"? Because sometimes it's 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 the format of your of your promotion as opposed to your promoting. Right. Because why are you sending this picture out to so many different places, uh, which looks similar to somebody else, but just a different picture in there? Mm. You know, what is going to be unique? You know, how is going to get? How are you going to get it? To, who are your? Who's your audience? Who are you promoting it to? Yeah. Yeah. Because that also, now also the, the design of it, mm-hmm. you know, um, how regular you send it out. You know, I try, I'm one, a great believer of try and use all the free promotion before Absolutely. you start paying for it. Yeah. Because you don't want to be broke. It's <laughs> nothing like a broke person because when you're broke, you know, then obviously it stops you from thinking clear too and so on. So I would say, um, you know, use all the free promotion that's going on, whether it be YouTube, whether it be Facebook, whether it be whether it be Instagram, whether it be Twitter, and try and find out the, who the people you're promoting to uh, are. They the managers, or are they the uh, you know? Because you have to make sure you're promoting. You've got the right audience for your promotion. Absolutely, yeah, and those kind of things. So, those are the things I'd say. Um, in terms of paid promotion, it's good, but. Mm-hmm. I still have a problem with that because paid promotion means that you're going to run out of money very quickly, especially if it's not working. I will say, say get advice. There are people out there mm-hmm. that can help you. Um, also, get a good graphics person, you know, because graphics is always, people are always looking at graphics. It, it, it captures their eyes. Yes. You know, look good. Uh, look good. And if it's to do with audio, if it's to do with video, sound good. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not professionals at this. So I'm on this radio station. I haven't got a clue how I sound, but I suppose <laughs> after I finish it... I'm I'll, already getting feedback that I'll, you're sounding great. <laughs> I will listen to it carefully and I will improve on myself. Because, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things I will say to everybody mm-hmm. is always improve on yourself daily. Improve on yourself daily. So improving on yourself daily would mean that, listen, what one thing do you know today that you didn't know yesterday? Oh, God. Yes. What one thing can you do today that you couldn't do yesterday? Okay. And that also applies to the creative industry. You know, let's try and improve on ourselves daily. Even if it's the little changes will eventually be the big changes. Mm. 
So the, the media, I'm, I, I do a lot of stuff on media. Videos, I, I post as much, so many videos on, on the media, on Facebook and so on. But I've got guys that do it for me now because there's so many, so many we need to do. Yeah. But they do it for me for free. So there's a lot of free service out there. Use it. I, yeah. my gosh my business partner I know she's listening and she is going to be going to, yes yes because she <laughs> is saying that she's always saying collaborations yeah. collaborate with people who need what we've what we're doing and we exactly. need um, exactly. what we're doing exactly. gosh exactly. alright Tolu I can hear you I can exactly. hear you exactly I mean I'll give you 10, ten habits that successful people do then I'll round up yeah. yes please so the 10 things that successful people do are they wake up early yeah? right so that's one Madam, you need to wake up early, okay? <laughs> yes. All right. The second thing is they treat failure as gold. Right. So they learn from their failures. Third one is they ignore conformity. That means they're unique. Reading every day. Read every day. Yeah. Spending money. You need to spend to earn. Okay. So spend money wisely. Making sacrifices. What sacrifice are you making to become successful. If you're not making any sacrifice, listen, you're staying in your comfort zone. Yeah. Also, self-improvement, networking, network with people, exercising, and then finally, daily meditation. Spend 30 uh, minutes yeah. meditating. Yeah. yeah. Whatever your form of meditation exactly. is, whether it's reading the Bible, exactly. I, mean, I hear that a lot, yeah. or I don't know, sitting outside in your sun salutation pose, that's fine, whatever you do. I've, I hear that a lot, and I think it's really important actually to check in um, at the beginning and mm. at the end of every day mm. and try and get rid of the mm. negativity that might have seeped into your soul you. and replace it with positivity. Yeah. Wow, Mr. Yeah. Bello, yeah, my so phone's popping off for my, you. My first one is, so all I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> writing off, I'm signing off, yeah? You remember what <laughs> you I always say, to, what I say to people is do more to, to be, be more, more successful because anything is possible. Just keep on doing more to be more successful because anything is possible. Yeah? Okay, everybody, yeah. do more to be more because anything is, is possible. possible. Yeah. There we go. Thank you very much. Thank Will you, you come thank back you, thank again? you. Well, I'll listen to this carefully and I'll decide. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, guys. We are going to invite Mr. Bello back again. So what I would like you to do is get your questions ready because we're going to have a phone line on that show and, and you can pose your questions to him because I think that we only really scratched the surface and I'd like to go a little bit deeper with you. Um, we're going to play a song very quickly and then we'll be back for um, some questions with Rotomi and then we'll be out. So enjoy the song and I'll see you on the other side of the song. See you soon. I've been looking at her, thinking about we, running up checks, bloody on feet, money like Jay, looking like me. I know we want you, but you're nothing like me. I've been looking at her, thinking about we, running up checks, bloody on feet, money like Jay. I've been living up with us, but I'm trying to say that. You're her eye, I've been out here living my best life. You know what it gets like, I've been out here living my best life. GLA, Beamers, Coops, so many things I can't choose, Rockstar, I hit 21 Savage, my yard, 
I moved, man said that I'll never be a baller They should have said that I'll never be an athlete Cause if you heard what I made last quarter You little boys won't at me Yats wanna come through so they don't freeze Put them in a the cab, they don't squeeze Get them one time, then both leave Girls move quick till we show keys I used to do holidays in, I was Hilton Caesars, Holiday Inn Last year I was busting the man them This year it's a holiday ting Thursday I hopped in a murk 500 miles on a weekend Now we're doing skirt, skirt, skirt Do dirt, dirt, dirt Might get re re so I can work, work, work What we saying black men don't cheat So I put it on the shirt, shirt, shirt Nice hoods up when I wanna get past Girls come cred and I make a check for Cool brain first, that's what head start Left her man, that's foul red car Thinking about we Checks, bloody your feet, money like J. I've been doing numbers, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, to finish with, we're going to do some quick fire questions with Road to Me Bella. Say hello, Road to Me. Hello. Okay, question number one chocolate or sweets? Chocolate. Why do, you, why do you say chocolate? Because I like the taste of chocolates and some sweets I don't like. Okay. Favourite place on earth so far? Um, London. Okay. Summer or winter? Um, summer. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> desert island. If you were left on a desert island, what would you? What, what would be the one item you take with you? Water. Okay, clever. Yeah. Marmite, love. Do you like Marmite or do you hate Marmite? Um, hate Marmite. Okay. <laughs> Theatre or cinema? Cinema. Flowers or plants? Flowers. City breaks or beach breaks? Beach breaks. Yeah. Um, TV or film? Film. Pop or rock? Rock. <laughs> Writing or directing? Directing. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese takeaway or Indian takeaway? Chinese takeaway. Oh, no, no, I prefer Indian. Talk radio or music? Uh, music. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite color? Red. Car or bike? Car. Why well, I prefer bike. Um. What's your favorite film? Um. Batman vs Superman. Okay. Football or tennis? Football. Black, 
which color do you prefer, black or white? White. Um, who's your favorite musical artist? Who's your favourite singer? Um, I don't know. Okay. What's your favourite... Last question. What was your favourite TV show? Um, Not sure? I don't know. Oh, well, you did well. You watched lots of cartoons. Come on. That was... Was that pressure? That's a lot of pressure. Well done, Rotomi. Thank you for joining the Creative Alliance show. Right, so that's it. We have now finished the Creative Alliance show, the first one for 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you in four weeks' time um, for another fun-packed, info-filled show. See you on the other side. See you in four weeks. Bye. Thank you. Bye.